Okay, welcome to another edition of our weekly Friday market update. It is a hot one here in the Bay Area, and I'm still wearing a suit for you guys. And we got a lot of news to cover. Let's jump right into it. So this has been a, a challenge that's been going on all across uh, the country for some time now. You can see U.S. housing market is short 5.5 million homes. National Association of Realtors says lobbying organization is calling on major national commitment to build housing in the U.S. What is interesting is in a lot of areas that are higher cost, this actually issues is even worse. So take a look at some of these metros. And looking at underbuilt major U.S. metros, the New York, New, New York, Jersey City metro had an underbuilding gap of 148,000 units in the past nine years, the largest gap in the country. Uh, that's followed only by here in the Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland, Hayward metro, which reported a gap of 113,000 units. What is really interesting to see is there's a, there's a challenge altogether that is happening across the entire country. So you have a combination of labor. So there's a big labor shortage. So even if you had all the money, the challenge is who's going to be the ones that actually build these homes, which is going to be hard enough. So I don't know if we have the enough talent and enough people to be able to build these homes, number one. Number two, where are they going to build these homes? I mean, it's easy to say, hey, look, let's just add 5 million homes. But where are you going to add these homes that are still in good locations? Right. That's an inherent problem, too. You can't just tear down random homes and build new ones. And you can't just easily tear down commercial space and then change it all together. Um, so that becomes a problem as well. It's like, where exactly are you going to build? Like, if you're in the Bay Area, where are you going to build? Like, you tell me if you are a planner and you are in these different cities that are high cost areas, you tell me where you would be building these types of units. And then number three, Unfortunately, it's also a, a development play. Like who's going to be the one developing for this? Like developers are not uh, stupid, right? Everything is a, is a complete math equation in terms of will they be, does it make sense for them to build these houses or not? And take a look at this. While home prices have continued to push record highs, home builder confidence falls to lowest levels since August. And this goes with a lot of things. Material prices, without a doubt, if you've done any remodeling work in the last year, you will know like at the moment, like it's, it is difficult to find contractors and also find even materials altogether. This is due to rising costs, due to supply chain shortages. If you look on the news, you can see just a massive uh, backlog of like just available truck drivers, ports being closed for a long time. There's a lot of challenges altogether in terms of uh, even building more homes if they, if they already had the land to do so. So it's really interesting to see, right? You have on one end, you have record high prices. So you assume home builders would love to build as fast as they can, but you also have this issue right now, which is they don't really want to build. So what does this mean? It means most likely that prices will continue to increase because there's no new supply that comes on the market. Remodeling, it makes it very difficult. So not as many people may want to go through those headaches and, and processes altogether. And, you know, don't be surprised if prices continue to increase and they may be increasing pretty drastically, as you'll see momentarily. Now, some local news. San Jose real estate deals show cities mall areas are premium sites. Property prices near Santana Row Valley Fair double what they were just three years ago. Now, this is a, this is an interesting uh, thing that's been evolving. 
On one end, you have malls that are, let's say, B or C grade malls. So I know a lot of those malls have been closing uh, altogether because there's not a lot of people that want to go to them. However, you have these very uh, fancy high-end malls like a Santana Row, Valley Fair, Stanford Shopping that are doing very well, especially Valley Fair. I mean, if you haven't been there, I'm sure you probably might even want to go this uh, this weekend given how hot it is, uh, you probably want to stay in the AC, hide in the AC, but it is very busy there. It is fully packed. There's a ton of renovation happening all throughout. A lot of stores are getting upgraded. A lot of new stores are coming around the corner. So it was really interesting to see that this, uh, the malls, the, the high-end malls have done phenomenal and they're doing better than ever. And so what does that mean? There's a lot of developments happening all around Valley Fair. It could be commercial deals, as you can see here, but don't be surprised. There's going to be a good amount of residential uh, activity too that'll be constructed nearby. Now, most of them will probably be condos, if not maybe multifamily units for that kind of lifestyle to be at Santana Row. So it's a very, very popular spot and they're doing very, very well. What else is going on? We've got a few housing, uh, housing news. So new housing tower to sprout a block from downtown San Jose, Google Village. More than 250 homes eyed for 29-story residential high-rise. So um, when it comes to downtown San Jose, and especially with Google Village around the corner, you're going to see a lot more of this activity, a lot more bullishness. Now, this is an example as to how do these projects happen. These projects happen for several reasons. One, are there any sort of catalyst that can support or increase the amount of people that might be interested in a particular area. Well, if you know Google Village is around the corner and that's going to take a couple of years, then a lot of developers will start making their moves as to building uh, space, especially if you're going to have a lot of well-paid engineers that will be either relocating there or just being hiring and expanding there. So that's number one. Number two, I believe, and don't be surprised, that because this, the mayor of San Jose is very bullish on building housing, there might be some kind of deals or some sort of uh, benefits for them to build, you know, uh, not just near the transit stops, but also near in downtown San Jose. So don't be surprised that you'll see a lot more of these developments happening uh, as the years uh, come around. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's my bet. You're, you know, you can even, the other example, if you haven't seen, take a look at uh, 188 West St. James. I mean, that's been built for some time. There's been some delays, but it's been built and uh, we'll be moving in, I believe, sometime this year. And even for those, a good amount have sold out. Um, they, they were, I think, stagnant and delayed for some time. But even now, they still have, I think, maybe 30% plus sold out. And so as you see these different condos coming online, um, don't be surprised to see a lot more of these announcements for downtown San Jose. I think downtown San Jose will have some very, very interesting plays as Google Village and other companies continue to expand and roll into the area. Now, one thing I forgot to do, so I'm going to stop the screen sharing for a bit. Give me one moment. I'm going to pull up some recent closings of the week. Um Give me one second. I'm going to point these out.
We had three closings this week. So congrats to them. Okay. Let's go back into it. So we got three that has closed this week. Let's go take a look. So this was my listing. It finally closed. I mean, there was a good amount of delays. And this is why it's so important as a buyer's agent to be on top of things. I mean, they were you know, pretty fortunate that I was able to really talk to my clients um, in terms of like delays. It does happen. But at the same time, you know, they, they should have done a lot of things, hopefully cleaner. And these are lessons learned. But at the end of the day, we got it closed. We sold it for $2.45 million. This is a gated community in Los Gatos, beautiful home. Um, you know, this, this particular set of clients got referred to me from uh, a wonderful realtor out in Austin. Thank you very much for the referral. And they're moving their, they're, they're moving themselves. They're already in Austin, quite frankly, but they're moving closer to all of their family, which has been in Austin for some time. But congrats to them. This was a wild one. I mean, we had a lot of traffic, had a lot of people come in. This is an all-time record in that community. I think it's maybe 25% higher than what others have sold for in the last two years. So they were able to do a great cash out. It was not easy in escrow. I mean, the the buyer you know, had a really too good to be true um, loan and it fell through. Fortunately, they had a backup one at the same time, but delayed things. So just be very careful because your earnest money is on the line for these kind of situations. And so it was, it got kind of dicey at the end, but at the end of the day, we closed it, moved on. They got a huge check. I think they bought this, I don't know, 10 plus years ago. So that's a couple million dollar check uh, just like that. So congrats to them. Another client moved into this home in Anchorage Lane and Hayward. Thank you so much for the referral, um, a local referral. I appreciate it a lot. So yeah, their first time buyers got into this property. It was competitive. I think this one had maybe six or seven offers, but it's a fantastic home. Uh, it's a, basically a single family detached home and it's it's a great area. I mean, people may think of all of Hayward as you know not being safe or just quote unquote, they may think it's ghetto, but I think people need to open up and just understand like a lot of the new areas are quite nice. Because think about this, if you're able to afford a home in the nicer areas or just newer construction, you have to have a specific amount of income, right, to be able to do that. And so those areas naturally will have wonderful buyers, um, well-qualified buyers, quite frankly, at the same time. So congratulations to them. For them, uh, you know, they have a they have a rent back that is provided for the current seller as they do a trade-up if that was needed. But hopefully they'll be moving in in a couple of weeks. And then I'll we'll be able to do a, a key exchange for them at that time. So congrats to them. And then but last not, but not least, this one closed uh, yesterday. We did a little surprise because our parents were in town. This was a competitive one. This one had seven plus offers. We beat out. There's really about three offers that are very close to us of our bid. I mean, really like almost tied. We won it based off of our strength of the financials, but also with me as the agent. Uh, we basically barely edged out a win. Uh, we even beat out an all-cash offer for this. So at the end of the day, everything is very doable. This, as you can see, closed yesterday. Um, amazing house, huge house. This does not count the basement space, uh, which there's another probably a couple hundred square feet in the basement, which is pretty rare in the Bay Area. So that extra space. And what's super cool about this, I mean, check out this backyard. I mean, this is one of the nicest uh, yards you will find. Check out this patio. I'm saying I want to get invited whenever you guys have some events. There's a 
There's a built-in kind of gas fireplace. Amazing for entertainment. Beautiful spot. Beautiful, beautiful place. I mean, look at this. Absolutely gorgeous. So congratulations to them. You know, I will be uh, hopefully selling their their previous home uh, over the next couple of months as they go through the move-in. But amazing, and congratulations to them. Uh, I We got this one. We met um, just kind of – we met uh, – through through on online and after one weekend of touring they decided hey look this is a good house let's make the chance let's make a bid and after our first try we got in so pretty amazing you know some people have very long stories of this the grind but you know we we beat out seven offers it was competitive but um now they're gonna be super happy and super thrilled so congrats to them okay so that kind of goes over the second part of my usual show which is going over some client success stories that close for that given week share with you some of the backstory so you can see for yourself of um you know how people find me and, and the experience that they have now let's talk about the market data itself this is what's going to be really interesting to see because these numbers are absolutely stellar let's start with san mateo county san mateo county take a look at the new number of listings 212 plenty of new listings plenty of opportunity that is available contingent pending 172 so still a good absorption rate but the challenge is take a look at this, right? Single family homes in San Mateo County. We are already more than halfway through the month. And if you compare from the last week's chart with this week's, I mean, take a look at these numbers. It's still at a staggering amount. I mean, this is incredible. When we look back at it, this had been, you know, if anybody listened to me, um, literal role term being that, that knew, you know, what was actually happening. If anyone bought this last year, I mean, look at this. Look how much they have gained. They have gained from just any time, even from last year. Let's say you're comparing January, December. That's a that's a what seven hundred thousand dollar gain. That's a fifty percent increase. The math is right. Fifty percent increase. And if you bought in January in six months, let's say you pulled it back last year, a year, fifty percent, fifty five zero. 50% in San Mateo County. Absolutely incredible. And you thought everybody was leaving to Texas. People were just moving to San Mateo County, apparently. And that's been the trend throughout. So it's been incredible to see. Um, very difficult for buyers. Amazing for sellers. Uh, I fortunately have helped a lot of clients buy in San Mateo County. It is competitive. But at the same time, it is doable. But you have to be realistic and understand this is exactly what's happening. Even for condos and townhomes, they have increased since the lows of December, January. But relative speaking, they're still just a little bit higher than it was same time last year. Santa Clara County, same figures and same results. So this is not just happening in one county. This is actually happening in terms of the growth in also Santa Clara County. Look at the number of new listings, 585. This is a lot of new listings that continue to hit on the market. So there's plenty of choices for everyone. But be mindful of the growth. Like, take a look at this growth as well. Now we're about 1.75 for a medium sales price. Incredible growth. Look at this figure from May to June uh, of super hot spring season. If you compare that with January sometime last year, um, you're talking about one for 400,000. So about 25, 30% growth at least. So incredible figures. And, and we're already halfway through June. I suspect. These figures, I hope, will, will lower a little bit uh, as we finish off the rest of June. But, I mean, 
we have a lot of data points at the moment. Yes, thanks for tuning in. Yes, 50% with an 80% LTV. That's what I think a lot of people need to understand. It's a great point that you're, point, you're bringing up. The returns are not only on the only on the actual price, right? Because at the end of the day, you're not unless you're buying all cash, right? You're buying it entirely. Then your your delta your increase is fifty percent. But if you're using a regular loan, which has been phenomenal, take a look at the growth, right? It's a multiplier because you're basically five times leverage if you're putting twenty percent down. So it's a multiplier effect. So what's the beauty of real estate, especially over a long period, is that multiplier effect. But what does that mean with this kind of growth? It also means like you can easily have, you can do a cash out refinance already, right? I mean, look how much equity has been built instantly. So you may be able to actually pull out a majority of your down payment. I mean, right? I mean, if you do that math, if you're, you can, if, if your down payment requirement is still 80% loan to value, you can probably pull out your entire down payment if you wanted to within this time. So that's the beauty and the power of compound interest. That's also the beauty of mortgage rates, which is a fixed amount that you are paying. And at the times your, your returns can be significantly higher for that reason. So thank you for tuning in um, with that uh, because you're absolutely right. That's how you actually do the return. So uh, it's been an incredible for those that have just, you know, had the mindset and the foresight, like at the end of the day, sure, things may go up and down, but probably over a long period, they'll do very well, especially in prime areas like San Mateo County and Santa Clara County. But you can see like continues to be gr growing down townhomes and condo, similar effect. I would say the count, the condo figures have been relatively flat, uh, but townhomes have certainly increased. So townhomes have increased about 10% uh, since last year. So something to be mindful of for if you're searching for townhomes in Santa Clara County. Alameda County has had a, a great growth as well. Nothing as, um, at least from a May to June figure, nothing as, as much of a jump as San Mateo County and Santa Clara County, but they've had a phenomenal run-up as well. I suspect that this figure will probably, I think it'll probably slow down uh, because as the months goes on, traffic will continue to be a more and more of a factor which it isn't right now for most that live in Alameda County. However, I don't suspect it will decline. There's a big difference of slowing down of growth versus declining. I still think it's gonna to continue to increase. There's still plenty of people moving back to the Bay Area and that will help uh, with further growth. And condos, townhomes, similar story has been just kind of climbing throughout. And let's wrap things up with San Francisco. So San Francisco, um, let's talk about single family first. San Francisco single family has been doing very, very well. I mean, you can take a look at single family now. Median price is $2 million in San Francisco for single family. So it's it's one of the strongest, as you can see. Evidently, this has also grown by 500,000, maybe 450,000 over the last year or so, which if you do the math there, that's about 30% increase, 30% increase in one year. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Look at condos and townhomes, been relatively flat. Uh, not too many townhomes in San Francisco, but condos wise, been relatively flat. It's been increasing though. So be mindful that uh, it, it is picking up kind of month over month. Um, so don't be surprised as you see continued growth, especially there is more people than ever that are returning back to the city without a doubt. And especially this weekend, if you do visit San Francisco, given it's so hot in the rest of the Bay Area, do not be surprised that it will be very, very 
uh, busy there. Um, I mean, I try to book a reservation at House of Prime Rib, and the earliest reservation I can do right now is like February. Uh, crazy, absolutely crazy. I mean, that's eight months out just to get a dinner. So it's uh, been absolutely amazing to see. I got some announcement. I am going to Texas next week. So my team will be visiting Austin. We'll be there from Monday through Thursday. So if there's anyone that you know I should be meeting up with there, please do an intro. Love to connect with them. I'll be there for our team meeting. It's kind of central for all of us. And um, it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully we'll escape a little bit of the heat here, but we'll have much more of the heat out in Austin. Well, I hope you enjoyed this show. If you have any questions or you need help buying, selling, or investing in the Bay Area, you know who to reach out to. My contact details are below. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'll see you at the next one. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. If you like this show, please be sure to leave a five-star review for wherever you have searched for it. And if you wanted to talk about your real estate goals, feel free to reach out at any time. You can email me at spencer at spencerhsu.com or give me a call or text 408-223-5493. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.